joke. Should we just preface this by acknowledging that none of us have any idea how to fix men, which is <laughs> the, the premise of today's episode? No, we've all got we've all got ideas. Yeah, that's true. I do have a lot of ideas. I don't know that how, been, how to fix men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> none of them have been peer reviewed. I mean, aren't you like test subjecting your husband and like, trying him out? In no. A... no, I married him because I don't need to fix him. Oh, there oh you go. Okay. Yeah. okay. So Michael is the model. No. Yeah, maybe, right. maybe, maybe. Maybe we fix men by being. He's out like there. Him. Bring him on in. <laughs> yes, it's it's even in our fourth co-host today. Yeah. Yeah. All right, welcome back to the Beyond Sunday podcast. Where we're exploring how to take our faith beyond Sunday morning. This is Patrick Nazaroff with me, as always, Pastor David Bowser. How are we doing, Patrick? And Elise McCarter. Still here, still pretty successful. All right, for part two of Man Talk. Dose. Yeah. Man Talk. <laughs> man Talk. <laughs> do, do you need me to leave? <laughs> <laughs> the, the Man Talk, Man Talk. There, talk about your muscles. Isn't there a, <laughs> there's a city or something like Man Talk? Uh, it's up in, I think, Yeah, like M-A-N-T-A-U-K or, or something. Yeah, yeah. You could, this is a whole podcast opportunity. It could be Man Talk, Man Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, dude yeah i love uh, it they yeah. can talk power tools yeah uh monster trucks tactical hoodies <laughs> as yeah. we learned about last week yeah yeah be great yeah i guess you know all the other stereotypical men things yeah what are the stereo- other stereotypical men things i could talk about at least you know from fishing fishing, fishing hunting Sure. Eating I meat. I don't do either. Oh, I do that. Yeah. Coming up, yeah, one for three. Right. <laughs> yes. Disregard for your cardiac health. Yeah. Uh, you know, one and a half, I guess. Because <laughs> yeah. eating the meat is disregard for the cardiac right. health. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That, that car stuff is probably in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swinging, the, swinging a miss again. Right. Yeah. Probably not a lot of D and D talk. <laughs> I don't think Patrick and I are going to be the hosts of Man Talk, Man Talk. <laughs> <laughs> you might need to call in some reinforcements. We might. Um, All right. Um, before we get to our man talk part two, <laughs> we gotta call it something else. <laughs> man, mansplaining. Yes, yeah, mansplaining yeah. part two. That's it. <laughs> uh, I've got some news. Man news. Man news. <laughs> man talk. <laughs> I've got a uh, bad news for oh. men. For men. Okay. For rich, rich men. Rich men. Oh. All right. Look out, Jeff Bezos. The Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg fight is not going to happen. It looks oh, like. no. First was... off, did you know that Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg were talking about fighting? I did. Yeah. They like <laughs> decided to solve their business disputes in a cage match. Like, <laughs> And it was going to be televised. Yeah. They well, wanted... Because why not? Right. Yes. Because um, you better. <laughs> Musk versus Zuck. Uh-huh. You know, in the octagon. Sure. Yeah. Was it actually an octagon? Uh, well, I assume it's the... I mean... Is it always an octagon? The octagon... Like, what's more manly? Boxing ring or octagon? Oh, Mm, square or, ca- or, or cage octagon. match yeah. oh yeah so oh, cage, cage match cage, has yeah. the roof that you yeah can climb yeah it, up got, on. it gets lowered on yeah because yeah. yeah. lo- there's no way out yeah you know you, you can't can, even, like, you can't even climb out in. yeah no way out. flop on each other yeah because in the boxing ring it's pretty easy to get out sure <laughs> you're just, just kind of like nope <laughs> and you're only hitting the face right like boxing is like yeah. it's straight you know or the body yeah, but I, I mean, mean I, from the Rocky movie that I watched. That's right. fair. I yeah. don't really watch boxing. There's nothing but. more manly than straddling each other <laughs> in tight shorts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, in the octagon, a lot of it yeah. is <laughs> taking your opponent to the ground, right. from what I gather. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah but it's not going to happen. Quitters. Zuck has said Elon Musk is all talk. He just doesn't want to do it. So, so Musk is backing it down, according to Zuck. According to the uh-huh. Zuckerberg, Musk is all talk. He's not wanting to. Zuck is willing to set a date. He's like, let's yeah. do this. Zuck is. Uh, have you seen pictures of Zuck lately? He looks like he's been training for this. Did he get like, buffed out? Yeah, Zuck buffed out. Like Musk does okay, not. In, Zuck, right. <laughs> in, in, in my in my research here, Zuck has won 
some fighting competitions. Oh my goodness! I Against he, subordinates at Facebook, yeah, like probably like people that had to lose. <laughs> I, I think he he does like uh, you know some ninjutsu stuff. Okay, I don't know exactly what. Did I you make that up. No, I, well he does something. <laughs> I think you made that word up. Ninjutsu. Yeah. Pretty sure it's jujitsu. Mm, maybe jujitsu. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe I think like ninjutsu is that like our ninja I stuff I, but they're ninja stuff and jujitsu yeah those are he does stuff. he does something he and fight, he has he one people. okay in a contest okay. oh. right. against someone yeah. <laughs> you know so again whom there you go. <laughs> can't right. say um yeah but um musk is is never willing to set that date but after oh. zuckerberg said this Elon Musk said, "I'm driving to your house right now." <laughs> Honest, Excellent. on X, on X, the not, new, the not new Twitter, Twitter. Oh. X. X. You guys hang out on X? No. Yeah. yeah. Are you on X? I mean, <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like a drug, right? Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. I'm on X right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can be on X at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thought we had rules about that. <laughs> yeah. Drug, just to be clear, drug use is not funny. Elon Musk's weird <laughs> habits of renaming yeah. his company is funny. It's funny, <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I saw the World uh, Wildlife Fund did a really great ad yeah. for it had like the Twitter logo throughout the years and it's like, you know, whenever it started and uh-huh, then, sure, like, sure. you know, early 2000s, 2013, uh last year and then just the X for this year and it's like uh, extinction happens faster than you think. <laughs> <laughs> Donate to the World Wildlife Fund. Yeah. Pretty, uh, yeah. Clever WWF. It's just That's a little good. bird the whole way and then it's yeah. the next. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they won their fight against the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. Once and, upon a time and, they and did. And owned the WWF That's right. acronym, <laughs> yes. So, you know. That's why they're speaking, the WWE. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> speaking of fights, yeah. Um, uh, this is weird. Am I right? Like two yes. billionaires wanting to fight each other. Wanting to. I don't know which is weirder that they want to fight each other or that all of us would definitely watch if they did. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, this is be a lot of slapping. Like just open <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why I want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's okay. Some nerds. slap fighting. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I believe it. Yeah. And then it just cuts to black and you know, like yeah. we both. One. And they like <laughs> they turn the cameras off, but not the audio. And they're like, "Ow, hey, hey, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. guys, that hurt, <laughs> okay. Mister Official." Yeah, it's weird. You know, I didn't ever hear this. You know, the CEOs of Coke and Pepsi never challenged each other to not that I know to of. a fight. Yeah, yeah. Ford and Chrysler never got into it, yeah. into it in the ring. You know, yeah. this might be proof that the internet is toxic. Yeah, did, we, well, did we need proof? Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Right. We're landing on that. <laughs> God, we solved that mystery. Well, let me ask, though. Yeah. Zuck versus Musk. Who you got? Who you mm. think is one of that? Mm. <laughs> so this is a question. So this is actually a question on another podcast that I listened to where there were there were some comedians who were debating this. And several of them said that they you in a fight like this with, between two people who don't know what they're doing, in a fight like this, you always pick size. Okay. So they would go mm. with Musk. He's bigger. Yeah. yeah. But I probably I don't know. Is he? Yeah. I've never seen them next to each other. Yeah. I mean he's bigger. He's like he's like a thicker guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. he's probably yeah. harder to toss. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. But I th- I think Zuck could outlast him. Like I think Zuck could like be yeah. faster and weave and yeah. And apparently has some mm jitsu training. Yes. <laughs> 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 got something. Yeah. <laughs> Do they allow tiny submarines in this fight though? I don't know what is the that, rules for props Is are. that Musk's advantage? <laughs> yeah. A tiny submarine? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? Going to space. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a t- wait, a tiny submarine in space? That's yeah. not where well, he went go. to space. Oh, he did yeah. do that. Yeah. But not in a tiny submarine. Yeah, I I <laughs> 
He went to Thailand in a tiny submarine, oh, right? That's a yellow submarine. <laughs> yeah, not too that. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, I like Zuck in the fight. I'm I'm yeah. I'm yeah, team I, Zuck. I probably yeah. Zuck. Not uh, that I want Zuck to win. I want yeah. <laughs> I want both to lose. How's yeah, that but, possible? To yeah. Yeah. knock each other out. Right. <laughs> Ideal scenario. Right. <laughs> but I think I think Zuck would win. I think he Musk seems all talk in my yeah, opinion. I, I, I don't totally I don't agree. think he's really training for this, but no. I think Zuck is that robotic enough that he would d- yeah. dedicate you know eight weeks training 18 hours a day yeah. to this right mm-hmm. and only this yeah i think he would do that yeah. and facebook would be a better place for it probably because <laughs> i think facebook is kind of running itself because he's not in there changing no, a lot sure. of things yeah. you know he's not coding facebook anymore. no musk, he's got is, musk has got things Plus to got change de- he's got to deal with threads so you know yeah that's, and, that's full-time and that's job yeah. and get on he musk has got to get on twitter all the t- our x all the time yeah. to tweet out nonsense or x out nonsense or whatever right. probably is on x all the oh. time that's, that's um, <laughs> Uh, Elon Musk did suggest um, maybe they just measure their manhood instead. There's an option. (laughs) Okay. That brings us back to our topic. What's wrong with men? Uh (laughs) Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's what all comes down to. Let's fight each other or Or get into a literal blank blank measuring contest. (laughs) (laughs) Bleep. Yeah. Uh All right. There you go. This is unrelated but we just had to pretend to bleep something and i was listening again to another podcast and for anonymity they were bleeping out someone's name Mm -hmm. and like and like information that would like reveal who this person was and so they were bleeping out things that were not profanity but it just made it so much funnier to like imagine and like spouting all this random unnecessary profanity (laughs) just bleeping i think jimmy kibble does that like Unnecessary, like, unnecessary censorship, yeah. and it is pretty yeah. solid. Yeah, you know? they didn't do it for comedic effect, but it was great. <laughs> now let me ask: Is there a pastor out there that you would fight? You know, like Ooh. you're oh. going to challenge a pastor to a fight? We can maybe make this happen. Yeah, mm. yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. See, my uh, my Jesusness is just pretty high <laughs> sure. up there, and turning the other cheek and whatnot. Oh, but sure. please, Jesus did turn Woodlands over tables. Church. So is there? <laughs> yeah, there's got to be somebody. He's old. It's I don't feels, know. His, what's his name? Terry Shook. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's old. I don't. That feels. Wouldn't that be satisfying? United Methodist to beat up an old guy. I don't know. The you, Woodlands you know Church what? guy. I don't want to call out the UMC church, but the UMC church is at least a younger pastor now. So I wouldn't feel bad about beating him up if I had to. What about Joel? <laughs> what about Joel? You want to go oh, down? I would, I would Joel, take a piece yeah, of Joel. Yeah, 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 yeah yes. I would take a piece okay, of him and his million I, I did watch shoes. a documentary on Joel and he's yeah. pretty ripped. <laughs> like, is he? Yeah, he's surprisingly so. Yeah, he? <laughs> he was <laughs> showed off his push-ups and they were, he was pretty jacked. Yeah. I can do 20, 30. Uh, I'm sure you could, I'm sure you would do great. Like I would, I would. Like you scrappy. You would yeah. do better against yeah. Joel than me, but like. Yeah. Yeah. I think I could find my way to take Joel. Okay. Yeah. Right. Got the Holy Spirit on my side. Sure. Yeah. What's he got? Well, millions, millions of dollars millions, and millions a jet. Of dollars, <laughs> yeah. Two jets. Yeah. Both parked at Hooks, FYI. Yeah? Yeah. Should we go raid him? Hey, yeah. <laughs> <There you laughs> Burn him to the ground, maybe. I don't know. I was just going to like steal stuff from it. All right. Let's... <laughs> um, Let's jump into our. It's probably got a mini bar on there. (laughs) Again, we are talking about the uh, opinion article from the Washington Post Mm -hmm. by Christina Imba called "Men Are Lost." Here's a map out of the wilderness. Okay, this is part two. So you should listen to part one first. Yes, last week we kind of talked about the problem with men, and there's Mm -hmm. multiple, and and that there (laughs) is a number of problems in this room, frankly. (laughs) And there is an offering for men by kind of the the right or far right yeah. of this is how you can become a man yeah. in mm-hmm. 2023. And it seems pretty toxic. And yeah. it, it quickly devolves from uh, clean your room, uh, take responsibility for yourself to 
women are property and masculinity is best expressed through material means Mm -hmm. and sexual conquest. Yep. Uh, Which is not great. (laughs) (laughs) Quickly devolves to that. So the most, like, maybe, you know, initially like, okay, that sounds all right. Then then immediately. Clean clean your room. Great. On board with that. Stand up straight. Okay. Weird, but fine. Sure. Read books. Read books. Yeah. Good. Read books. All on board. Yeah. Then women are property. Yeah. Over, overshot. Yeah. <laughs> we get there. Like we missed some steps in between. <laughs> it's a pretty quick jump, unfortunately. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's how it rolls. Oh. All right. So let's talk about um, maybe brainstorming here. What What is the solution? What can we do for men that's not reverting back to 1950s gender roles, which were almost always kind of a myth anyway? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to, but there's got to be something out there for men. Yeah. Um, and she's going to acknowledge this at the beginning uh, of this kind of like her, her kind of transition in this mm-hmm. is that it's, this is kind of a tough topic to, to discuss um, especially for progressive people in our mm-hmm. world because there is somewhat of an appeal to this gender neutrality, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it's hard to kind of say like men are blank Sure. Because then it naturally suggests that women are the opposite. Right. Or anytime you say like, hey, men, you know, like competition. And there's always going to be a group of women out there. And I think understandably so. being like, women also like competition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, I agree. But then we end up saying like, can we say anything about gender that doesn't apply to the opposite gender? Mm-hmm. And I'd say probably not. Right. Yeah. At least in, in some, there's some crossover there's there. There's going to be some crossover. So even though it's in a spectrum, even if we say scientifically or study, yeah. more men find themselves on this side and more women find mm-hmm. themselves on this side, you're always going to have a group saying like, but yeah, I'm over but here yeah. I'm yeah. over here too. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, but that, that suggests that women are the opposite. So mm-hmm. if men value physical strength, that does not, su- I don't want to suggest that women are weak. I think the op- they're clearly not. Yeah. Even there are if, plenty of female pastors who could beat me up. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to be clear. Yeah. Even if the average physical strength of men is greater than the average physical strength of women. Right. I don't want to get into this. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that you're saying that especially women have to endure physical pain at a higher level than men ever have to endure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and have a greater pain tolerance than men. That's Again, that's biology. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They, they had to push a baby. That is out. legit, actually. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't say it wasn't. You're, like, <laughs> no. yeah. You're raising your eyebrows. So. Sure. Because I thought Patrick was setting himself up for a joke. I was no, like, you're <laughs> waiting for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that this is what kind of becomes kind of this challenge of yeah. having yeah. even starting this conversation. Yeah. Uh, by saying what what are, what appeals to men, um, you're naturally going to fall into some pit traps here of like, yeah, but what about women? Yeah. Like yeah. I think and so you might think that as we discuss this, you please send us an email, please you know, express your opinions sure. on all these things. But we're acknowledging that there is some pitfalls here, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So if you're you know, naturally saying men need to be leaders in our church, in our families, in our communities, that's not saying women should be followers. Right. Yeah. Right. It's not yeah. to the exclusion of something else. Yeah. 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 But but it's, it's a challenge. It is a challenge. Okay. Because we, we've got to hear it. we got to hear it in the right way, and we have to say it in the right way. It's mm-hmm. a yeah. double-edged sword, metaphorically speaking. 
for sure. Men also like double-edged it's, swords. It's a man yeah. metaphor. Yeah. 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 Men, we do like swords. Yeah. All right. So let's start jumping in here. Um, what? What's the deal with men? We talked about the last week. What's yeah. the solution? Yeah. Do we got anything right now? I got I got one. Uh, you were ready to go. So I'll let nah, you talk. Yeah. I, I was just thinking about how <laughs> we said at the beginning, what is the solution? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, you know, last week we talked about the... And we can call the far right, the alt right, however mm-hmm. you want to think about mm-hmm. that, right? And their willingness to acknowledge challenges that uh, men are facing. Mm-hmm. And I think there is a place uh, where there has to be a way to listen empathetically without affirming uh, the flaws in their thinking. And yeah. so acknowledging that uh, men today are experiencing challenges perhaps that they hadn't experienced before, right? I mean, Patrick, you and I talked about this off air, I think last week, um, how... You know, you've got a, a, a million dollar a year CEO uh, is not experiencing the same challenges as the guy who lost his job uh, at the factory that that million dollar CEO owns. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when that guy's job is lost to automation or uh, is shipped overseas and he can't find uh, other work because those manual labor jobs are leaving. Right. Mm-hmm. There's not a good system set up to help that individual. And there is a real loss and a real struggle and a challenge that comes along with that. And so we have to have a way to empathetically listen to and hear that struggle without affirming um, the kind of, I don't want to just say a crazy talk because that seems unnecessarily dismissive when I'm talking (laughs) about being empathetic, Uh, but without affirming the, the misconceptions of, well, this is, women's fault or this mm-hmm. is you know uh, this group of people's fault or if this was the way it was in the 1950s this would be better right yeah we can acknowledge that something's not great for this individual mm-hmm. and we can try to help them find a path forward that's not rooted in i have to tear other people down to build myself up sure. yeah mm-hmm. so i think so much of um far right all rights willingness to like put forward a framework for this yeah, stems from like they were very pro gender roles to begin with, right? Like yeah. it's yeah. always been kind of steeped sure. in that. And then on the left, not so pro gender role, right? And yeah. there seems to be more of a reluctance, maybe not even to say like, oh, well, wh- you know, if I say men like this, then I'm suggesting women are the opposite. But there's a reluctance to be prescriptive mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to say that you know because you are male, your experience is like this. Because yeah. it can be exclusionary of different people's experiences, right? Sure. Yeah. So I, I would love to see something that's just like a safe space to be a man, like some sort of support yeah. system, yeah. which is you can just show up and be a man, whatever that looks like, as long as you're not a jerk. You know, like you can yeah. be that, and we can talk about you know the struggles you are having, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. find a way out of that together. Like yeah, and I I do think I think that's where the left's argument for me falls apart, right? Mm-hmm. Because the left often so often comes in. And as soon as you complain about my role or my experience as a man, it's like, oh, well, that doesn't matter. Right. Uh, especially, you know, if you're in a class that uh, has been considered privileged. Right. right. Like oh, that doesn't matter. You're you know, just another person that has privilege. And for that, you know, for that person who was making $30,000 a year at the factory who loses their job. It matters. They do not feel like they have been living. Like, right. I'm not denying the truth behind privilege and the, you know, the advantages that may have been handed to them that they don't even realize, but they do not feel like they have been living right. privileged. Yeah. And so when the left's response is just, oh, well, you're, you've just been living privileged and now uh, you're having to give up that privilege. And so you're sad and you need to get over it. That's also not helpful. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why for me, right. I mean, even the fact that we're talking about the, the left and the far right, right. It's why the church so importantly has to sit in a space between those two 
to say, look, this is not a space that's about uh, aligning with a political spectrum or aligning mm-hmm. with the left or the right. Or, this is a space of experiencing your humanity and your createdness and giftedness by God, which endows you with certain gifts and talents. And some of those are because of your gender and some of those are because of your education and some of those are because of your family and where you live. Like, mm-hmm. But God has given you these talents. How do we help you as who you are? Right. Man, woman, other, right? How, yeah. how do we help you as who you are explore who God has created to be and thrive in who God created to be? Yeah. And I'll say this, the far right's option may listen empathetically. It is not helping these men thrive in who God created them to be. Right. Because mm-hmm. right. God did not create them to be hateful jerks. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Woo! One more time for the people in the back. Yeah. God did not create you to be a hateful jerk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, I've got a few ideas and bouncing off our thing okay. as well here. So first up, masculinity needs masculinity. I think mm-hmm. that's uh, one thing that we can say. Like it, it cannot be, or it, it's tougher to grow uh, when you're, you're a man or a boy mm-hmm. surrounded by femininity. It mm. is harder to grow or latch onto. So, um, so one of the things that um, we found in some research here that she's going to cite is that all, almost all, you know, society cultures across time have had a transition to manhood from boyhood, mm. right? Sure. Like they all have sure. this yeah. moment, this period. Now you're a man, whatever that looks like, yeah. and that transition is always ushered in by other men. Mm-hmm. Um, that this is their passing on this new manhood, this new kind of transition type yeah. of thing. Uh, and since 1960 in America, uh, we've seen that boys living apart from their biological fi- fathers have almost doubled from 17% to 32%. So wow. one third of all boys don't live with their biological father. Okay. Okay. And you think of, all right, so boys living at home with a mother. Sure. Or grandparents. Mm-hmm. And they go to school mm-hmm. and the vast majority of their teachers, maybe all, are women because yep. it's elementary school. Yeah, uh, they go to see a pediatrician, and it's 2023. Good chance that's a woman because mm-hmm. sure. women in science to are are healthcare typically you know are skewed younger are more yeah. skewing younger as far as patient yeah they're skewing towards younger yeah, younger patients yeah. yeah. Uh, so you could be entering you know this transitional phase puberty mm-hmm. without ever having a real male authority figure in your life sure uh that you've never experienced that uh, a, tr- uh, a consistent male authority figure in your life and so now you're like okay i'm transitioning from boy to man i have no idea what that means mm-hmm. i have no idea how men are supposed to be except from what i've seen on tv or what i've seen in movies and that's it and so i think the first step is to make sure that young children have male figures in their life any male figure I think is, is, is positive, but you know, but the most positive male figures in their life is going to be pay dividends for future generations. Yeah. So I would say that any male figure is not necessarily better. Well, okay. I'm I'm just saying like, uh, yeah, I I think if you, if you have positive male relationships, right, that, you know, as you're growing up as a young boy, having positive male relationships of people who are dependable, reliable, who are, living as an adult as the kind of people we want that boy to become mm-hmm. sure then yeah. any it doesn't matter if that's a well, dad or an uncle or yeah. a neighbor like that doesn't right. matter yep. right yeah but it does matter what kind of person that yeah. person yeah. is yeah. and that and that's what i was implying like yeah. it doesn't need to be a biological father right. but it does need to be present yes yeah. absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah 
which is why something like Big Brothers is such a meaningful program for so many people, right? Yeah. And I don't have any statistics on this. I just have heard stories of yeah. how much uh, yeah. Big Brothers program or sure. like program can matter. Yeah. yeah, those those same gendered relationships when they're healthy are are critical in both directions, right? And um, what is what has become a problem, right, is that we've turned those same gendered relationships into spaces where only one thing is affirmed, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, to be a part of this group, now you have to become this one thing as opposed to, okay, we're all growing up with, I don't know, if, I don't even know if saying the same anatomy is the right way to say this, but like we're all growing up with the same anatomy. We're entering puberty and we're experiencing the same weird changes and smells mm-hmm. and stuff. And <laughs> sure. so like, at least we're like, like, it doesn't matter what that, it does matter. How do I want to say this? It, it doesn't matter what the, end outcome is right every person in that group is going to have a different outcome but we can teach one another how to be caring loving compassionate regardless of Mm -hmm. what exactly that looks like Mm -hmm. when you come out the other end of that spectrum sure and that's what the the male role model can do yeah so first step we need more male role models sure that's Mm -hmm. just the given um and so you know in churches yeah. You know, that may mean we need more males teaching children Sunday school. Sure. You know, and not just um, doing traditional guy things yeah. at the church, but doing sometimes traditional female things or mm-hmm. woman things. Uh, so being present more, um, I can say it's much easier. You know, you look at our Vacation Bible School volunteers, yep. the vast majority of them are women. Yep. Uh, and there's some data, you know, the vast majority of our demographic in our area, more women are more likely to be have the free time yeah, during sure. the day than men sure. are. Um, but, you know, it, we're putting on that's a woman's responsibility yes. to raise boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that that's getting us in a lot of that, – that's leading us to this place of where men don't know how to be men. Okay. Yeah. So that's what, step one. So right. masculinity needs masculinity. Okay. So in, in childhood, but I also think in adulthood. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the things that's, you know, that's kind of a joke about Jesus is the real miracle is that he in his 30s had 12 close friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's the real miracle because most men can't say I have 12 close friends. A lot of 30-year-olds can't say that. I was going to say, yeah, I don't know that I could say I have 12 close friends. <laughs> sure. You know? You know? Like, I know 12 people. <laughs> 12, pe- 12 people that you would yeah. like c- travel the countryside with. And, right. Yeah. 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 So, but I mean, th- I think that uh, that idea of male friendships are yeah. harder to come by. And Absolutely. even my wife, she can make friends much easier than I can. You know, I can, and that's maybe not part of personality, sure. but I also think it is somewhat um, maybe femininity and masculinity combined. You know, like think maybe it's just a little harder yeah. for guys to be vulnerable and know what to do. You know, sure, you have those conversations. Well, yeah. and if we're not trained in that, right? Yeah. If we're not trained in how to have those conversations when we're young, then we're. Sure far more apprehensive to have those conversations when we're older yeah i guess uh, when was the last time that you met somebody and was like hey here's my phone number let's go out to lunch have you done that ever i mean like you have a conversation first conversation hit it off here's my phone number let's go get lunch only as professional uh colleagues yeah yeah as like we're gonna have a working lunch yeah Yeah. like hey you know we're both like in we're interested in this thing or this project let's have here's my phone number let's get connected yeah have a meeting yeah. that will have food at it. Yeah. yeah. I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Wow. Never. No. Yeah. You're like just time. walking through the grocery store like, oh man. No, really but like I like I did yeah. like a like a mountain biking thing, like a workshop and hit it off with one of the instructors and gave her my phone number. I was like, you know, yeah. Let's do something sometime, you know, like that kind of stuff. Like yeah. met somebody at a crawfish boil. 
we're friends now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and my wife has yeah. similar stories. You know, she yeah. volunteered to help build beds at a thing, met somebody she liked. They went to go see Barbie together. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Mm. Like, I don't know how to meet, one, have a connection right away. And two, let's go hang out and do something. Again, maybe that's personality, but I think that is somewhat of this masculinity is kind of like very alone. right? Yeah, right. I, th- I think there is that. And I think that it's that cultural uh, cultural homophobia that we talked sure. about too, right? Mm-hmm. That and just and it's not that any of us are cons or consciously thinking, if I ask this guy to lunch, he's going to think I'm gay and that's bad. Like that's not our thought process. Right. Yeah. But culturally, we've been ingrained to say like two men aren't supposed to hang out together, yeah. right? Because that that could be construed as something in a, which it's not, right. and it sure. shouldn't be. For but sure. we have like you just have that. I don't know. There's probably a piece of us that just has that assumption. Yeah, that we're not even aware of. Yep. All right. Um, so uh, the next sometime we're going to have a conversation just about Elisa's friendship habits. This is <laughs> that's incredible, fascinating. That's to awesome. Me. Yeah, just handing out your number to people. I mean, Elisa and I became friends at a meeting here at Laura Life. I know. But this is what he did: is he said, "I think you would like my wife." <laughs> he gave me yeah. her phone number. I did. Yeah. yeah. Sure. We so. well, we talked about books and yeah. and yeah. Uh, nerdy stuff, and I was like, "Oh, I think we would you connect." So there you go. See, Patrick's just the uh, the matchmaker for other people's friends. Yeah, I did like his wife. We're great friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so she quotes this author here about uh, what does it mean to raise boys? And he said, it's hard to know how to handle the situation in 2023. Mm-hmm. So he says, I try to raise my boys to have the confidence to ask a girl out, if that's their inclination, the grace to accept no for an answer, and the responsibility that to make sure that either way she gets home safely. Um so for him, masculine success would be proactive, risk-taking, courage, but with a pro-social cast. Um, so what do we think about these as, as uh, elements of masculinity? Yeah, I feel... Does it feel kind of grimy to call like things like elements of masculinity versus like... Or even to call something like an element of femininity, like you're isolating it. Like, I don't know. Uh, it, just, yeah. it feels. I, th- I think that's like that's kind of what we I try to address that. at the very beginning. Right. Like yeah, it's it's, t- it's tough, right? Like because we could say femininity, caring, nurturing, you know, uh, more social engagement. Yeah. You know, I, I th- say these again. Proactive, risk taking, courage. I don't know about courage. Yeah. Um. I I don't think courage is bad. I just, I just yeah. don't think that courage is like, I don't know. I think it's overrated courage. I don't know. Courage is overrated. Yeah. Like, and, and maybe it's because I need to just work out stuff with courage, but it's so much of what we like, so much of what we associate with courage and, and putting on that is like, oh, well, you've got to take these massive leaps and things and like so much of life and mm-hmm. living life is just doing like that one little thing. Like it doesn't take courage to do that one little thing. Sometimes it does. That's fair. I don't know. I yeah, don't, I, don't, I don't. I think I'm there's bu- a I'm difference. bumping up against courage. I don't know. There's a difference between courage and brashness, right? Like, That's there's fair. like yeah. you can do like one thing. I, I try and make myself do three things every year that scare me. Mm. It doesn't matter what they are or how big they are, but mm. just things that like I'm like, oh, I don't really like that. Um, that's like a personal goal I have, and there are different things are scary or daunting to different people, sure. and so that courage actually would be one thing that I do associate as like kind of a core tenet as mas- of masculinity mm. is like. Yeah, I mean, like, that's intimidating, but that doesn't mean I don't do it, you know? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, historically speaking, you know, men were typically going to war and fighting. And part of that war would men, you know, sometimes meant 
uh, charging into yeah. a stream of bullets, especially sure. if one of your brothers in arms is down and yeah. you need to go save them. Courage or masculinity drives you to go do that. Sure. And again, we have to put some qualifiers here. I'm not saying women cannot. Or oh, I'd be like, not. well, it's been a good run. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make a new, I'm gonna make a new friend at a crossroad. <laughs> yeah, like, I got plenty of my phone numbers printed out. Men only got like three, <laughs> yeah. so you gotta save right. that guy, yeah. <laughs> like, or else you're down to yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to make more friends when you're dead okay <laughs> but but i do think maybe and maybe courage is attached to this like for men uh part of a more masculine trait is competitiveness hmm. is the idea of like this there are things to conquer in this world and sometimes that's another person on a sports field sometimes that's finance sometimes that's in war or battle or sometimes that's your own you know physical body i'm gonna get ripped because i'm conquering my own thing i think that is part of this but what can be a challenge is what happens in 2023 america where it feels like is there anything left to conquer you know like the world has kind of been explored it's been you know there's no boat to sail on to the new world anymore Mm -hmm. to you know find myself there's no uh you know i'm gonna traverse uh get on a horse and go into the desert and figure it out. Like that just doesn't really happen. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think his initial exp- or n- initial kind of expression of it, right. The, how do, how do you say it? The bravery to ask the confidence a, to ask girl out. That's my inclination. The grace to accept no for an answer and the responsibility to make sure that either way she gets home safely. That makes more sense to me than the courage piece. I think like that confidence piece I think makes more sense to me than courage. And, and it's not that either one's, it's that one makes more sense to me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe. Well, I do think attached to this, you know, a way for masculinity to be nurtured in church mm-hmm. and in America is to provide and be okay with levels of competition sure. and how can we take this need or drive to conquer to put it to pro-social means. Mm. So it's it's reframing a lot of this, right? Instead of like a need for competition and and conquering for your own benefit, but how can that be framed for our benefit? Mm-hmm. Society needs help. And men, you have a drive in you to compete and to conquer. So let's do that for society. And again, women can definitely have that drive and not all men have that mm-hmm. you know we're trying to it's hard to speak in generalities yeah. you know without yeah. alienating somebody yeah yeah well you're sort of like natural problem solvers right like i know like my own experience with my spouse has been i'll be like hey i've got this idea i'm just like trying to figure out how to get from point a to point b here and he immediately without me making any sort of requests is doing the legwork to figure out how to make things happen you know like that to me is a very masculine thing as well like the google maps to your directions sure yeah Yeah. (laughs) like i have i have the uh the address but i need to figure out how Mm -hmm. to get there yeah yeah was that in your vows no we just did the lame standard ones but i had them take a bunch of stuff out (laughs) i i I definitely did i love problem solving i love if there's an issue i want to think about it i want to be creative i want to get in there and figure it out regardless of what it is even like a budget or Mm -hmm. uh social problems or even you know let's figure out math you know numbers i want to get in there and figure out how to solve this problem yeah math not as much anymore but like i liked thinking about those things or yeah you know, even part of my job, like putting kids together in a small group. 
that's a problem. I'm going to solve it. Right. It's going to be great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think, you yeah. know, when we're talking in, you know, just disclaimer, we are talking in generalizations here. Like this whole yeah. podcast is talking about sure. generalizations, right? But talking in generalizations, especially, you know, I think women tend to be more like the big picture people like, oh, like big picture would be really nice if we could do this, you know, sure. like, and I have this like generation of an idea, right? And then men tend to be more like, let's make it happen, people. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I don't disagree yeah. with that. Yeah, just an observation. Sure, great yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think again, it's uh, we're trying to figure out what men need right now, and right. so I do think levels of competition matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do think uh, I know you, Pastor David, you mentioned you know courage. You buckle up against that word, but yeah. I do think elements of that matter. Sure, like that part of being you know as a kid, even as an adult, like part of being a man is to step in front of those that cannot defend themselves when mm-hmm. there's trouble present. And that requires courage, mm-hmm. a level of courage. Um, and that's, again, part of being a man. Now, moms do that all the, every day. Yep. You know, but I do think that's part of being a man is if there's a guy with a gun, my job is to step in front of it against those that cannot, uh, are those that are more vulnerable than I. That's just part of like what it should be. Not always what it is, but what it should be. And so I think... Taking that and instilling it into our young boys and men saying like, hey, there are societal issues that are difficult and hard and there are those that cannot defend themselves or those that are vulnerable and part of being a man is to stand in front of the threat sometimes Mm -hmm. or to neutralize that. That doesn't mean you need your gun wherever you go and or that doesn't mean let's uh, all wear army fatigues to go to Chick-fil-A just in case there's like an active shooter. But I think think it means saying like um, when, you know, a child is exploited, you have a responsibility to address it. When you see bullying, you have a responsibility to address it. Um, And maybe that message hits differently to young men than it does to young women Mm. Mm -hmm. and and i don't know i you know i think we're figuring these things out all right um any other thoughts on this on that one i'm good yeah all right um well she's going to talk about um this path forward here this is how she ends kind of uh her her story here um for all the problems of the past strict gender roles uh did give boys a script for how to be a man but if trying to smash down the patriarchy has left a vacuum in our ideal of masculinity, it has also given us a chance at a fresh start. An opportunity to take what is useful from models of the past and repurpose it for boys and men today. Um, and she also say, people need codes for how to be human. And when they aren't easily found, they'll take whatever is offered, no matter what else is attached. Sure. And I think we are seeing that, right? Like, mm-hmm. if, you do, if you don't get that code on how to be a human or how to be a man, you'll take, re, you know, uh, make your bed, women are property. <laughs> no. <laughs> you'll take that. Yeah. Or you'll take, uh, I need, I have this competition inside of me and needs to be filled. I'm going to play video games for 10 hours right. every day after school yeah. or right. after, after school or after work. Yeah. And that's my life. And cause I need that part of me or that, that itch scratched or I need, you know, that relational aspect of connection to a woman or a, a sexual partner scratched and I'm not getting it. I will take pornography. You know, I'll take whatever's offered, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes maybe it's the easiest path offered, but even if it's whatever else is attached, you know, men will take that just like, just like women will. Um, 
But, and as we mentioned at the beginning, empathy will be required, as grating as that might feel sometimes, <laughs> to, you know, sometimes young men crying about how hard it is to be a man. And yeah. mm-hmm. it can be easy to say, like, it's much harder to be a woman, or it's mm-hmm. much harder to be gay, or it's much harder to be black, or it's much harder to be um, a, an immigrant, or whatever it's much harder to be. And that may be truth to that, but that doesn't mean it's easy to be a man. Yeah, it's hard to be a human sometimes. Yeah. So. No. Yeah. Um, so an acknowledgement, it is harder to be a man today. And in many ways, that's a good thing because maybe now you're going to be held to a higher standard mm-hmm. and an expectation of our men can meet that. Sure. Um, when we hold people to a higher standard, maybe there's a way for them to meet that. Um, so in this, and we've kind of touched on this, you know, men can naturally or hopefully look at Jesus and scripture as the example of what it means to be a man. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, I'm curious, Elise, like mm-hmm. when you connect to Jesus, do you look at like that's an example of how to be a human, how to be a woman? What does that mean for you with Jesus? Because he's different than men of his era, maybe men of today's era. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm just relating to him as like how to be a human, right? Sure. Like it's not, I'm not looking at Jesus and be like, wow, what a good masculine example, <laughs> you know? Sure, for sure. But like if yeah. you... Now that you have asked me about it, I'm like, yeah, that is a really great example of masculinity, right? Like, mm-hmm. he is courageous. You know, he is sacrificial, the sure. ultimate yeah. sort of sacrificial, you know. He is a risk taker. He is somebody who protects other people. Like, all of that is very present in Jesus as well. So, I mean, it, it he's both, you know, kind of ultimately masculine and not, you know. Sure, absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah, while... while um willing to buck social norms of his time or even mm-hmm. our time of right. sensitive um compassionate mm-hmm. uh with kind of more connected to his own emotion and feelings um and having that and and you see in Jesus you know this intensely um yeah i think you're saying like courageous and sacrificial figure who is so willing to put aside his own needs and wants for those that are most vulnerable in front of him. Right. Um, you see the woman who's brought before him in adultery. Jesus, as the man in that situation, is the only one that can defend her. Mm-hmm. No women, her her word would not mean anything in that society and in that context. Right. So Jesus is saying, I, if I do not speak up for her, no one else will. And so I think that there is an element of that not only is for all humanity, but how can men tap into that of are there places where only a male voice can be heard? And unfortunately in our society, there still are. Mm -hmm. And whether that's good or bad, you know, it's bad, but you know, (laughs) but like that's the reality. Yeah. And so if we're looking for godly, strong men, it's saying in those places where only a male voice can be listened to, how can I defend the most vulnerable amongst us matter? Um, and I think Jesus is, demonstrates that mm-hmm. in his life. Uh, when, I mean, he had a pretty sexist culture. Our culture is different. Mm-hmm. It's progressed from then. It's, it's I think, better. But uh, that doesn't mean it's where it should be. Sure. And I think part of being a man is fighting for what it should be. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other thoughts or comments here on our topic? Uh, I think um, 
I'm not exactly sure how to say this, so I'm going to go for it. And then if we have to edit something out, we'll figure it out. (laughs) But um, I think there's an element to the question that you asked, right? Of is Jesus an example of how to be human? Uh, And I Mm -hmm. think sometimes I think we're getting, there are distinctions, right? There are distinctions between uh, men and women. There are distinctions between uh, men who grew up in the United States and men who grew up in Europe. There are distinctions between men who grew up in uh, Texas, uh, rural Texas or Houston, right? Like sure. there, there are differences in how we experience the world and how we encounter the world. Um, but there is something to be said for, for striving for better humanity within that. And I, there are probably particularities that, uh, you know, we've talked about and, but I think if we're aiming for better humanity, a lot of this stuff is going to work itself out. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Well, I, I think that the, the, in that is the challenge of how do we aim for better humanity I'm with you. Yeah. while fully embracing, loving, and expressing femininity and masculinity. Yeah. And I don't think the solution, and sometimes it's kind of presented like those things need to die for the better humanity need to 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 move on. And I don't know if that's the case. I mean, no, like, I, I think yeah. we need to find ways to honor those things. Is yeah. My, I, yeah. I'm, I don't have a better answer. I just, yeah. 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 And, and so... You know, and that's part of the challenge. I think sometimes the left is like, mm, we kind of just would rather have androgyny because it's easier to kind of mm. treat everybody the exact same. Yep. And the right is strong gendered roles where this is women's work or this is men's work and there's no overlap. Uh, this is women's traits and these are men's traits and there's no overlap. And the truth is has to be, for me, somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that makes it much more challenging to find because yeah. um, sometimes you're going to offend someone you know or you're going to um by a rise of femininity in the united states sometimes that means the masculinity is lowering and you end up with boys today who don't know what to do you know and and i think that that creates this um this challenge that we're facing so these are ways uh i can definitely say i think um Christina Emba did a better job of a, of explaining the problem than she did of offering the solution. Sure. And in fairness, mm-hmm. I'm not sure Christina Emba and her opinion, you know, piece to the Washington Post is responsible for giving us the solution. Yeah. Right. You know, um, but I think it's part of why it's easier to have the conversation of this is what the problem is. We all yeah. know it's weird and there's a lot of aspects of men today that look weird who want to fight each other in the octagon who are CEOs for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's harder to find out what a man should be. Um, and it's not just like Arnold Schwarzenegger from the eighties, which was who I grew up with as my kind of example of how to be a man. Sure. And I'm like, I'll never look like that dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that dude is gigantic and I am not, or it's hmm. not just men who, for all intents and purposes, look and act exactly like women. I don't think that's the answer either. So it's got to find something on there. And that's much more, much more challenging. Mm. All right. Yeah. Any last thoughts? I do think it's interesting to note that masculinity seems to be more tied to your physical capability than femininity is tied to women's physical capability. Sure. There's like a pretty distinct difference there because you just said you'll never look like Arnold Schwarzenegger and I've never, you know, once thought like, well, I'll never look like Gwyneth Paltrow. So I'm going to fall short, you know, like. Well, I do think there are girls out there who do think. Sure. But that's like a body image thing. That's not like a femininity thing. Sure. You know, like. Yeah. Mm Yeah, I mean, in, in the article... You're, so you're, I'm sorry, you're saying your body image is not tied to your femininity. Is how you're, Correct, oh, that's, yeah. yeah. That's okay. interesting. Yeah. 
not in the way that I think maybe your perception of your, your body and your physical capability is tied to your perception of your masculinity. Sure. I think it definitely is for, for men. Right. That physical strength and prowess is part of how you express your masculinity. Mm-hmm. And if you do not find yourself physically strong or, or with the strong prowess, you maybe do feel like less of a man. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I don't think that that exists in the same way for women. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Just a thought. A nice one. That one's for free. Oh. <laughs> Were the other ones charged? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm billing you, actually. <laughs> yeah, you're, we're going to come right. down. You're like, yeah. hey, I've been doing this for the right. last three years. Yeah. Fair wages for women. <laughs> <laughs> Look, whatever whatever we're getting paid for this, we will give you uh, exactly the same amount. Aren't you both on the clock? Well, theoretically. It's hard to argue with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, I guess that is true. It is part of our job. Yeah. Or, you know, is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess we're doing it on the job. Yeah. We're doing it during work hours using work materials. This would be. A, That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, however much money Beyond Sunday is bringing in, you, you will definitely get <laughs> okay. a third. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a third of any profits we get from ad revenue. For Sounds the great. Podcast, yeah. For the ads we do not sell. <clears throat> All right. Well, if you enjoyed this episode. Uh, hopefully you already listened to part one, but if you you know decided to listen all the way through this and hadn't done that yet, go back and listen to part one. Uh, Weird choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you do you. Uh, but check out all of our episodes at beyondsidepodcast.com and send us your thoughts on this uh, episode, uh, how you think we might uh, solve the crisis for men in uh, the United States. Uh, you can send those to beyondsidepodcast at gmail.com. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with more Beyond Sunday.